Be confident. Be bold. Be authentic. But don't forget to take action. This is Ordinary to Badass, where our stories empower women to step into the spotlight of their own lives and pursue what they're truly passionate about. It's time to step into the arena and become more than just extraordinary. It's time to become a badass with your host, Marie Sonneman. Welcome to Ordinary to Badass, episode number 189. In this episode, you're going to hear from Marnie Moore. Marnie is a mindset coach. She is the owner of Envision Results, and she helps you to become your best you can be at whatever you want to do. And Marnie and I, we talk about the power of taking one small step, having a gratitude practice, and also mirror work. So stay tuned for this episode. I know that you're going to love it. So before we get started, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about my outcome or upcoming book, um, A Woman's Guide to Going from Ordinary to Badass with Your Finances. So this week I was trying to decide on a cover and let me tell you, both the cover and the title have just been agonizing for me or like I keep going back and forth and switching and I've asked opinions like on social media or whatever, but I just couldn't nail it down. Have you ever experienced this? Because sometimes it's like we just sit there and agonize over it and torture ourselves. And if we just make a dang decision and stick with it, it takes so much stress out of our life. Now, I'm not saying I did that because I sat there and like agonized and stressed. And then finally, I was just like, okay, I'm just going to have to pick because it's never going to be perfect. There could always be something else. And I don't want to keep pushing it out, pushing it out, pushing it out, you know, um, and never getting the book out into the world. So I'm sharing this with you because it's easy to do. It's easy to keep stressing over the decisions that we have to make in our life. When in reality, a lot of times if the, if we were to make the decision quickly, it would like be like tearing off the bandaid. It would be a whole lot easier. And usually the world around you isn't going to crumble, right? I'm sharing this not for sympathy or for pity, like about struggling with the book cover, the book title, all that stuff. But to say, we all struggle. We all have issues. And I just want to show you a little behind the scenes of the book and the things that are coming to fruition and what has worked or what has not worked or the struggles that I've been through. Um, Because again, we all have them. Either way, I am super excited for the book or the books to come out. I said books. There will be another book later, I'm sure. But for now, it's one book. And I'm super excited for it to come out and put it out into the world so that you can get your hands on it. So definitely stay tuned because I will talk more about the book and the process and then how you can get your hands on it. With that, let's get to the episode. Welcome to Ordinary to Badass. Whether you're ordinary or badass, I am so glad you're here. Today's guest is Marnie Moore. Marnie, thank you so much for being here. Excited to have you on the show. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here too. I'm so glad we were able to get together today. 
Yeah, me too. So before we go any further, I've got to ask you, do you consider yourself ordinary or badass? <laughs> um, I am ordinary becoming badass. Learning is always a journey and I'm always becoming bigger and better and stronger. So I'm on my way to being a badass. <laughs> so why do you say that you're not a badass now? Um, uh, my journey, let's, let's back this up just a little tiny bit. So my journey was realizing that average was not all that there was. I didn't need to be content that there was always more to get. And as I'm getting stronger, as I meet more people, as I develop new clients, I'm always learning. And so that I see that as always being an evolution, that that badass attitude is always evolving. It's becoming stronger physically and financially, emotionally and spiritually. The more I get, the more of a badass I become. I don't see myself as the final badass. I'm still getting there. I'm still growing. There's more to learn, more to do, more people. Okay. That's awesome. why. No, I mean, I yeah. think life is always... Like you got to be growing, right? Because if you're not growing or trying to improve, it's, you're dead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you're not, um, I forget who the general was. I've looked this up like seven times and you'd think I'd know his name by now. But anyway, it wasn't MacArthur, but somebody said, if you're not advancing, you're retreating. Right. If you're not growing, you're dying, you know, and we're all here for expansion. I mean, everything is here to grow and develop and become more and more and more. So Yes. We're always growing, always becoming it. <laughs> Absolutely. There you go. So will you tell us a little bit about yourself? Certainly. I am your average person born and raised in the Pacific Northwest. And growing up, I lived a pretty average life. I am exactly average. I'm five foot, I'm five, five. I wear a size eight shoe. I wear a size eight dress. I'm very, very average. And I had a very average career as an executive assistant. And it was a fine career. It was fine. But it was uh, one day I just found myself sobbing at my desk because I, there was just so much I should have been doing and I just didn't know how to move forward and I didn't know how to um, change my job. I just wasn't sure how to change my job or what that was going to look like. And I didn't have a d direct career path and I was just bored out of my mind. So I found my own coach. And she said, you really need to do something more. It doesn't matter what it is, but it just needs to be something more. And in our journey together, I discovered that you're right. Being average is fine. But you're, a lot of us were raised with, um, you should be happy with what you have. You've got food on the table, a house, a warm house. You've got friends. It's good enough just go with it. It's good enough. It was good enough for my mother. It was good enough for my grandmother. It's good enough for that person. But and all of those longings that are within you, don't worry about them. It's good enough. There's children starving in the world. What are you complaining about? And it finally occurred to me that it isn't, that if there is something within you that is just dying to get out, or you feel like there is so much more to give, you should be giving it. And whether you're spiritual or not, God, universe, source, energy, light, Whatever that is that speaks to you and says, move forward, you need to move forward. You need to embrace that. And so in my learning, it worked out well for me to learn more by bringing others with me. And so that's how I started doing this coaching. And I want to say mindset or success coach, but it's more about um, guiding and just you're your own hero. You are the one who's going to take you places. My job is just to stand on the sidelines 
and keep you moving. The football coach doesn't throw the football. He's working with the players to stay in a positive mindset, to want more, to go more, to push themselves harder. And that's who I am too. I just, I just couldn't sit there anymore. It was a good job. I was bored out of my mind. I couldn't do it one more day. Just <laughs> couldn't do it. How long had you done that job for? Oh, probably 20 years. Oh, wow. A long time. Yeah. Yeah. So, to, so take us back to that moment, if you will, like when you're sitting there, you're sobbing at your desk, like, what are you thinking? What are you feeling? And then are you feeling like you're even going to be able to make a change? Uh, you know, I knew that something had to give and it was either, um, I found a change or I got myself fired for screwing around at work. I mean, just dinging around. So anyway, I was sitting there and I started cruising Facebook and I found somebody that, I don't know, she sounded like a nice person. And I talked to her on the phone and I just took one step after another. And then to be fair, as time went on and I started opening myself up to who I could be or believing that there were other possibilities for me other than this perfectly acceptable average lifestyle that um, I started meeting new people and I started taking bigger chances. And at that job, one day I told my boss that I was no longer going to be doing that. You, you can hire somebody else to handle those things. I don't do that anymore. I'm going to be doing these other things that I have wanted to do for a long time. We've talked about it and you've said no, but here's the deal. And so it really was, um, it was very empowering. I remember the phone call. I remember doing it very, very specifically. Right. And I remember talking to our biggest customer at the time and saying, uh, they were asking, there were some major changes and I received a phone call. Who will be handling X, Y, and Z? And I, without hesitation said, I am, I will be handling those things now. And well, what about, I don't really care. That's not my job. My job is going to be handle these other things for you. And it was really quite liberating that all of a sudden I just felt six feet tall. I was a stronger person. I could move forward and the world hadn't caved. Now, granted, there hadn't been enough time for me to mess anything up and get fired or anything like that. But all of a sudden I just knew that I was moving in the right direction that just, ah, okay, this is what I've always, this is what I've wanted to do for a long time. Let's go do it. So that's what I did. It was great. So what did you learn from that experience? That it was okay to ask and it was okay to make the decision for myself. I didn't have to ask my employer to give me a new task. I didn't have to ask for permission. I just gave myself the permission. That's what I learned from it. Give yourself the permission and then start doing it. And yeah, there's going to be people along the way that are irritated because you have changed who you are and you no longer fit their role too bad. Your life is your own and it's up to you to live it. I am the CEO of Marnie and you are the CEO of Marie and that's your job. And so your job is to make you the best that you can be to build and be stronger and more confident. You cannot move beyond what you see for yourself. So if you see yourself as an executive assistant, that's great. Nothing wrong with it. But if you see, if you have a longing and a desire to see yourself managing the legal team, it's time to move forward. It's find a way to move forward. And you might have to ask for help. No shame in asking for help, but you got to make the decision that you're going to do it and stick to it and go forward. So how do you do that? If you're not having the belief in yourself, got to start there. You have to know that you were put here for a bigger reason, because if you have that longing in your heart, somewhere in the back of your mind and in your heart, you know, that there's more and you should be giving more and doing more. 
for yourself and for others. And if you, um, uh, if you, um, mm, I lost my train of thought here, um, start there. And I would tell people, and I do this for myself. I tell people gratitude journaling and I hate journaling. I just hate taking the time and stopping and writing in a book. I just hate it. But um, I did give myself uh, permission to gratitude journal in the notes app on my laptop. So that was okay. I didn't have to write it down. I'm already staring at my computer. I've got 10 minutes to stare and I can write things down. But if you start appreciating what you have and why, you can see what you want and why and start moving yourself there. And if it's changing that self-image, you've got it in your mind already. You just need to embrace it a bit more and really and truly writing it down, daydreaming about it, and then acting as if those things are going to take you there. When you start believing that that's who you are or start dreaming about it and then believing it and acting on it, that's when you'll start moving forward. You'll start carrying yourself in a different way. You'll start expecting a different response and you'll start seeing something new. The brain goes, uh, the brain doesn't want to burn any calories that it doesn't want to burn. It needs to, it's just there for survival. And so your job is to make it survive and make, uh, it's going to go to the easiest thing that it knows. It's going to seek out comfort. And in doing that, you, um, you need to start prepping it to be comfortable in this situation. You need to prep it that that new lifestyle is what it wants to be. And it will start taking it there. Uh, Bob Proctor was my mentor for a lot of years and he just passed away a little over a week mm-hmm. ago. Yeah, it was really heartbreaking. Really yes. heartbreaking. Such a nice man. Anyway, um, for him, it was always about the repetition. Just create what, see it create it and start repeating it and repeating it until it becomes a habit. And it's impressed upon your subconscious because then your subconscious mind will take over and start moving you there. It will start moving you toward your baseline. We all have a baseline of what's going to be in our checking account. We all have a baseline of what our house is going to, our home is going to look like. We have a baseline of how we treat ourselves and how we expect other people to treat us. And so that's the same thing we expect. What do you expect? What do you want? What will you allow? And the first few times that's hard to turn away and say, I'm not going to allow that anymore. You know, this does not work for me anymore to be in a, um, a dysfunctional relationship and, and know that it's always dysfunctional, but you know how to handle it. That's hard. And I'm not the person qualified to get you through that, but you and somebody else are qualified to get you through it. And the first thing that you need to do is confront that and say, I'm done with that. I don't accept that anymore and know that you're going to hit a brick wall, a really rough brick wall, but there is freedom on the other side. When you see yourself doing something different and only going there and it's hard, it takes practice, repetition, repetition, write it down. What are you grateful for and why? Because then you can see your next thing and why. And when you start building that, why it, it becomes easier. It's something to embrace. Yeah. (laughs) Also what I like what you said was like, it sounds like you've had mentors along the way, like Bob Proctor or somebody could get a coach like you. Um, but we don't always have to look to ourselves for all the answers. If we're stuck and we're stumbling on something, then get a mentor, get a coach, have somebody that can help you see past, like get out of the weeds. 
Mm -hmm. I, I, I will say this, people don't realize it. And um, so, um, so hi, would you like to hire me? I'm a personal mindset and success coach. And people go, I can do that myself. I got YouTube, I can buy a book. You know what, there's this great movie. But is that working for you? Or are you still where you are? The coach is the one that keeps you accountable, guides you along the way, because you're your own hero. That's the deal. You need to be your own hero. You're the one you have to look at in the mirror every day. And so you want to know that you stood up and you did what you needed to do. And a lot of people forget that um, courage is just acting, going forward anyway, whether you're afraid or not. It's just moving forward. Mm -hmm. It's okay to ask for help. And sometimes asking for help takes a lot of courage because you have to admit to yourself, you don't have the answers and you don't know what you're doing. Somebody else has a better, might have a better way or somebody else might have more information. Every time you take a class and you pay a teacher, that's a coach. You go to an employer and you've got a boss or a leader over the department, that's your coach. If you take the time to hire somebody that you vibe with, that you feel good talking to, and you know it's gonna be able to move you forward, that's a coach. There's no shame in it. It's getting it done. And yeah. when you hire a coach, you're buying down the learning curve. You're accelerating your learning so that you can do something sooner. You're standing on the shoulders of those who've gone before you. You do not have to reinvent the wheel. You do not have to start over. Just get some help. Move yeah. forward. Yeah. And it's like, we often think like, Oh, that's weakness. You know, asking for help. That's, that means I'm weak or people are going to judge me for that. But actually I think there's a lot of strength in that and being able to ask others for help. Oh yeah. I mean, I don't, I can't think of, well, I don't know model for sure, but um, every executive has a coach and a mentor. Um, I used to work for um, a large name um, sports outfitter in the area. And um, my boss, as part of her employment as an executive VP, she had to have a mentor, period. That was the job description. She um, had to make charitable contributions. She had to donate so much time. She had to have a, a professional mentor. And it was amazing because she was able to um, let go some of the stress of trying to figure out what she was supposed to do next to knowing that she had somebody to go to and ask for help. It was really quite eye-opening for me at the time to be able to go, really? I mean, so you took this problem and you went to that guy and he said, well, this is how I handled it. Or, you know what? I see you doing X, Y, or Z. And she had, all of a sudden she had somebody that she could go to. She had resources and that helped. She didn't have to think it all through. She delegated that stress to someone else. It was really, really impressive to me at the time. I was, I was in awe of her the whole time that I was there. It's right. really impressive. I know. It's like, I will always have a coach or a mentor. I, you know, probably just in the last five years, I've learned that. And I'm like, how did I not know this? <laughs> I I've got two. I have one that um, she's, she's a coach and, then a, and, and my accountability partner. And she will she is happy as a clam to not pull her punches. She gets right in there and says, you will do X, Y, and Z. And I expect to get a text message in three hours when this is done, <laughs> period. Nice. And then there's the other one that's more of a business coach. And she's um, there helping me stay on track of developing it as a, developing this as a business because I, I will procrastinate and I'm lazy and I don't want to get, I don't want any, but <laughs> she's up there going, okay. How are people going to get a hold of you? 
How do they get, even know what you have to offer? I mean, so what are you thinking about, Marnie? What do you have to offer these people? And it's irritating, but I know she's right. Everyone needs a coach. If you got big goals and dreams, go with it. Every um, Olympic athlete, how many coaches have they had all their lives? You know, and you grow and you evolve. And you outgrow one coach to go to the next one and to go to the next one. Because there's not one coach that's going to lead you all the way. But you have to know and be willing to ask for help, to outgrow, to change. Um, I follow Bob Proctor. Uh, Rich Litvin is my very favorite guy right this minute. Um, Jack Canfield, when I met Jack, Jack Canfield, chicken soup for the soul mm -hmm. guy, he was great. It was just so nice to talk with him. Um, but, you know, there's so many. Tony Robbins, he's really dynamic, but I can only take him in small doses. <laughs> so, <laughs> just, you know, I find what resonates with me at the time. And then I go forward. And um, some days it's one person and some days it's another. But right now I have two that I just glom onto a lot. And I think that that is good to realize, like, there's so many options out there never before in history. You know, could we have so many, like, easy ways to reach all these people that are, you know, whether it be YouTube or social media, there's all these ways to get the content that we want to digest or to find the mentors. And it doesn't even have to be in person. It can be digitally, you know? Yeah. So oh, yeah. So many options. Right. There are so many podcasts to listen to, but I would say this. So earlier you had asked about actionable steps. And so as we go along, I'll see if I can kind of keep these together. Um, actionable steps for people to start moving themselves forward, to stay focused, to be motivated. Um, one thing I would say is that um, admit that you want help and just kind of start there. And once you can wrap your brain around what that is. And the other one is to uh, start gratitude journaling, write down what it is you're thankful for. Uh, once upon a time ago, a couple of years ago, a young girl, young, 22 young girl, said to me, she said, you know, I used to write gratitude, but it was just the same thing day in, day out, day, day after day. And it's, so I said to her, I said, well, that will change as your life begins to change. So she's now getting married. Her gratitude looks different. You know, they're buying a home. Her gratitude looks different. And so as that goes along, you know, that starts to change. So don't worry about where you're starting. Just know that you're going to start. And as you go along, don't worry about your purpose, start achieving goals. And a goal is something that you have never done before. So a goal is not buying a brand new car, unless you've never bought a brand new car before. A goal is not traveling to Italy, unless you've never traveled to Italy before. It needs to be something new that will stretch you. And those goals are going to change. For me, when I start my day, or start my day, it's usually 11 o'clock or something, something later in the day, because, well, mornings are just not my strong suit. Um, <laughs> I don't know about you, but not mine. Um, I write down like a big overriding goal. And I will find that over time, I kind of start tweaking it a little bit, and it just gets a little bit and a little bit more refined. But the general goal is still there. And, um, and then why? Why do I want this thing? What's it going to do for me? Or am I going to be able to give back? And does it, you know, make friends and family feel good? Am I, you know, when I'm filled, 
spiritually and emotionally and financially, I can give more, but you can't give until you have, and you can't do that until you start working on yourself. So embracing what that is as you, um, and just know that there's going to be good days and bad days. The other thing I would say is just embrace the feeling when you have it. Don't worry about stumbling. Um, we all have those days where we stumble, stumble. It's okay. Pick yourself up. You have like five minutes to cry about it and five minutes to dust yourself off and, you know, fix yourself up and get yourself going again. Yes. Go ahead. Like, I totally think you got to feel the feels, like feel what you're going through. Like, not that you stay in that moment forever, but if you're sad, okay, it's okay to cry, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I know that when I started this, I was part of a couple of mastermind groups and my life was falling apart fast, falling apart. And I needed to tell somebody, I just needed to be heard. And they both kicked, both of those mastermind groups kicked me out because I was too much of a downer and it was really heartbreaking. So I took that to heart. I called each person and I said, I'm sorry. Thank you for your feedback. And I walked away. That's okay. And then I, what I noticed though, is I incorporated in my coaching time for my clients to tell me what's going on. Mm. They get the chance to feel they need to, if they're feeling bad or their kids hurt their feelings, or they weren't being appreciated the way that they wanted to say it, let's feel this, you know what, acknowledge it and go forward. Um, I don't know if you like, Disney movies or not. I watched a lot of Disney movies because, well, they make me feel good. Um, (laughs) Inside Out is about a little girl starting, you know, her body is changing. She's moved and she feels bad. And in there, sadness talks to her imaginary friend and lets the imaginary friend Billabong um, cry and be sad. And then it was all done. He could go on. And that's what I feel like Sometimes a lot of this is missing. It's just feel it. You can't wallow in it, but you can feel it, recognize it. And when you can do that, that's a lot of power. Knowing what that is, then you can move forward. You can, you can go through it. It's okay. You're still standing. I know you can go through it, right? Yes, absolutely. (laughs) So I know you talk about the mindset of success. Can you share what that is? So the mindset of success is success is whatever it is to you. It is not what it is to me. Success is not being the CEO of a Fortune 500 company. Success is achieving your goal, whatever that is. And know that when you get to one goal, you're going to see another goal. So the mindset of success is staying focused on what you want right now, almost to the point of obsession that this is, you know, your friends don't want to want to talk to you because that's all you're talking about. And you're going to be looking for new friends because they're the friends that want to talk about exactly what it is you're talking about. And those are the people that you're going to bring into your mindset, your mastermind. Those are the people that you're going to really start networking with. And they're going to go, oh yeah, I believe in you. This is the really cool stuff. So when you start doing that, and that too takes courage because it means that all your family and friends that you've always had around you that have you in a specific spot, no longer want to talk to you. Christmas and birthdays. And I mean, I've had to do that. I think I'm down to one family member now, my mom, (laughs) she's kind of required (laughs) the rest of them are like, okay, see you maybe. But I mean, wouldn't you rather weed out the people that aren't 
like you or not that aren't like you, but that aren't respecting how you are. And it's like, if they're not agreeing with it and they want to do their own thing, see ya, you know? <laughs> agreed. Agreed. You know, it's easy to say that standing out here, just get rid of them. Um, but it's kind of lonely. These are people you might've grown up with, you know, the girl that you learned to smoke a cigarette with out in the woods. I mean, what are you going to do with her? You guys have all of those memories, right? Um, family. How do you get rid of family? You don't, you change the conversation. You have one conversation with family and everyone else, you know, you kind of start weeding them out and you have to think about too. Um, when you became friends with that girl, you learned to smoke the cigarette with out in, back in the woods, you were friends then, but now would you be friends with her today? And you have to start thinking about it in that way. And you have to just realize that at some point they start moving away and it's okay. Yeah. Let that happen. You start evolving and growing and drawing to you new people. Draw, let that happen. Meet someone new, embrace that new friendship. You just never know who that's going to be, but you have to let that happen. That's just a normal evolution. I don't know too many people who are friends with the people they were friends with in grade school, you right. know, when you it's start reading, yeah, it's pretty rare. And, you know, and then in high school and then in college, or if you have children that play date and they start to evolve, you know, so if you think about it, it's okay to let friends go and it's okay to bring in new friends. Um, my boyfriend and I just moved from Seattle to South Carolina. We have to find a whole new set of friends. Mm. You know, who do we go out with, you know, every so often go to the movies or have a dinner party, a whole new set of friends. So the first thing we did is um, the neighborhood we moved into had a Facebook group. I took a quick selfie of the two of us, posted it and said, we're here. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and two people reached out, just two. Right. And so we went and met them. Oh, that's okay. cool. Yeah. yeah. It was really nice, but I mean, it's not like everybody's coming to, but now we know two people and we'll meet two more and we'll meet two more, but it's, it's, it's okay to let that evolve. It's okay to change that up. And when you start finding like a goal, a really big goal, like a business goal, you're going to want a separate group of friends that you're going to call a mastermind. And these are people who are sympathetic and have their own great big goals and they can offer you counsel, not opinion. Their, their job is going to be to support you as you achieve your goal. And they may not become personal friends. They'll be those professional friends. Like the executive I used to work for who had a mentor wasn't a personal friend. It was a business associate that was able to say, let's move through this. Let's get that done. Right. It was great. It's also yeah. like have people that are like in the arena with you, you know, like people that are yeah. going through the same thing that you're going through. So they can also speak from experience. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So as you start developing that mindset of what it is, what do you want? Who do you see yourself becoming? You know, when I was six or seven years old, I think um, Mrs. Shelton asked me what I wanted to be when I grew up. And I remember looking at her. I, I can see it just as clear as anything. Um, I remember looking at her and saying, I want to be a star. And <laughs> I didn't know what that was, but I remember it so vividly. So now, you know, it's kind of like, okay, so maybe that's changed a little bit, but I'm becoming a star in my own right. right. I'm on your podcast. I'm yes. new people, you know, there's more coming and yeah. How does that work? You no, know, we all have this dream 
embrace it. Let it consume you. Let it become what you want it to become. I mean, almost every overnight success is years in the making. Absolutely. Yes. So let that happen. Yeah. And that's what I love about doing the podcast is getting to talk to different people, getting to hear about different parts of the journey. Cause sometimes we just see something on social media and we're like, Oh, they're an overnight success. You know, they just made it, but like, you don't get to hear like the hardships they went through or what it took to get to where they are today. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So when you look in the mirror, who do you, I mean, you're the only person you have to talk to. So who do you see? Who do you want to be? You know, you, um, your, your chosen profession. That was something you chose to do. You wanted to go forward. And then there were stumbling blocks along the way. And at some point you had to see a whole new you. You had to be able to look in that mirror and go, oh, hey, there I am. That's it. You know what? I can do that. I know I can do that. This is going to be fine. And it's going to take a lot of talking to yourself. I tell people to do mirror work. Your best, your best advice is from the person in the mirror. You can cry. You can yell. You can laugh. You can just get right in her face and tell her exactly what she needs to hear because the door is closed. It's usually locked. And when it's all said and done, you can wash your face with cold water, catch your breath and go on. So for the person that doesn't know, will you share a little bit more about what mirror work is or how they would even approach that conversation with themselves? Mirror work is um, exactly what it sounds like. It's taking some time to talk to yourself in the mirror because you know what you need to hear. And if you're lying to yourself in the mirror, you need to stop. You need to think about that. And it's just between you and you in the mirror. And you need to hear the words out loud. This is not a conversation you can have in your head. There's something about hearing the words come out of your mouth so that you can deal with them. And then once they're out of your mouth, they're out of your mouth. There's, there's, it's a, there's, I don't know, therapy in that. I, I, I use that word very, very carefully. I'm not a therapist. I can't right. help you, but <laughs> there's therapy in saying those words aloud. When you were in school and you had to give a speech, the practice you did was talking to your parents, talking to your dog, but, or talking to yourself, but you were saying the words aloud. We're going to do the exact same thing. Now you're going to go in the bathroom. You're going to shut the door and lock it so that you can have some private time and talk. And you're going to talk to yourself about the really hard things that you need to talk about. I am procrastinating. I am not getting this done. I let that fall through my fingertips. I lost a job assignment, whatever it is. And you're going to have that hard conversation with yourself in the mirror because you can look yourself in the eye and you can tell yourself what it is you need to hear. And then you can stop, catch your breath, wash your face. Cold water always feels good. When I was little, my mom would put a cold washcloth on my face when I was upset. And then, um, and then you can go forward. Mirror work is just exactly what it sounds like. Talking to yourself in the mirror and giving yourself that honest truth. And if you want to say, you know what? You did it. You nailed it. Go with it. I mean, there was a Saturday night live skit. Is that right? <laughs> they, I like myself. <laughs> They're going to like, I forget what it is. Like Stuart Smalley or something. Yes. Yes, exactly. That was it. I forgot about that. Oh, I, just, I, I can see him in my. Gosh, dang it. People like you. I think that was. The- <laughs> <laughs> I so forgot about that until just now. But yes, that's exactly what it is. You're just going to, you're going to give yourself a pep talk or the hard truth. I find that the hard truth is the one that usually comes out of my mouth. Okay. Okay. Now we got this. We can do this. Okay. Here we go. 
And then we go off and tackle the next big thing. That's mirror work. Mirror work is so good. And it's so easy because you can do it anywhere. You can do it anywhere. Just get that conversation done. Right. So that actually kind of feeds into something that I wanted to ask you. And maybe that's part of it. But what do you do for confidence? Oh, mirror work. (laughs) And then um, I have been... um, let me see, how do I do this? I've been incredibly blessed to have a partner who is very self-motivated and disciplined. I have to tell you, it's really, really annoying (laughs) because he just gets up and he goes and he's going to get it done. And he sets an appointment for himself and it's going to happen. And, um, I just, am so (laughs) really, really, do you have to be so good at this? So he's really good at pumping me up and saying, I believe in you. You can do this too outside of that. Um, I watch movies that make me feel good, or at least listen to them. Mm-hmm. Um, I have refused to listen to the news beyond highlights on Yahoo, because mm-hmm. it's heartbreaking. I listen to Disney movies, I could probably recite Monsters Inc. and Ratatouille. <laughs> and um, I also have activities that I do that make me feel good. And that's how I stay motivated. So um, I like to cook and bake. And I'm going to start adding that to some of my Facebook lives. Um, I've got a cocktail. I call it Hawaiian punch. (laughs) (laughs) One day in my reel, I don't know what TikTok is. I've heard the words. I just don't know what it is yet. My Facebook live and a reel is going to be me making my Hawaiian punch, spiced rum, uh, pineapple juice, and grenadine. Those are the three. I think that's right. And it looks just like Hawaiian punch when you pour it over ice, it looks just like Hawaiian punch, but it's going to be, I don't know, part of one of these things because my coach told me it should be. And, um, okay, <laughs> do as you're told, let the coach just be coachable. So I do that, or I make cookies or, um, I do allow myself to read, um, a book that's just frivolous. Not everything is about working. Not everything is about coaching. Not everything is about self-development. At some point, you have to let your brain do something different. And so that's what I do. I allow myself to go do something else. Um, Sometimes if you can't get yourself going, start with a little thing. Um, You know, fill your coffee cup and know that, you know, stirring your coffee cup and watching the cream come together is a way of meditating just by staring and relaxing and let that go. Okay. So now the next thing I'm going to do is answer the three emails at the top of the list. And then I can do something hard. And one thing leads to another. Allow yourself to do stuff that makes yourself feel good. It can't be all consuming, just little things. And then um, start with something small and get bigger and bigger and bigger. That's what I would say. Talk to yourself in the mirror. Allow yourself to have some fun. So How good. about you? <laughs> oh, to beers, you heard it from Marty. Um, just start with something small. It'll help you tackle bigger things throughout the day. So I love that. Mm-hmm. So Marty, let's end with a tip to encourage women who are in the arena fighting for the life that they want. Oh, oh, oh. So I've been thinking about this. Um, it's, uh, uh, they're fighting for the life that they want. Take one, take one small step. And um, I don't care what it is. 
you are inspired or you know that you have something that you want to do, take one small step right now. Don't think about it. Don't analyze it. Don't ask for somebody else's opinion because nobody else cares what you care about, period. Your gift is to you. Steve Harvey said that God gave you that vision, not your family and friends. They don't understand it. Only you understand it. You pursue it. That's your job, whatever that is. So if you are inspired to change your job, I wouldn't say leave it today, go find a new one tomorrow. I would say start making a plan, find somebody to help you write a resume, start researching a new class that will give you new skills that you can market somewhere else. Do one small thing right away. And if you are outright stuck, hire help. No shame in that. Get some help because that is the thing that will move you the fastest. There are coaches out there to help you accomplish anything. And if it's just that you need to feel good about you, then you find an energy coach. You find somebody who speaks to your energy. If you have a want to buy and sell real estate, find a real estate coach. And they're going to help you get over whatever the fear is in your brain of doing the first thing. But make that first action, one thing right away. And it's best if it employs somebody else or it engages somebody else because then you have somebody else coming at you and you need to respond. If it's a book, it's easy to put the book away. I'm, I've done it. I got a stack of books that would <laughs> impress anybody. Um, if you're going to watch a YouTube video, that's fine, but you still need to make some sort of engagement that somebody else is going to start engaging with you because it's that accountability that's going to move you. That's what you really want is that accountability. That's what a coach is. They're holding you accountable to what you said you would do. And the promises that you're breaking and making are to yourself. So if you want to do something and it's going to make you a bigger, a bigger, a badass person, and you're going to be stronger and you're going to take on the world, get somebody to hold you accountable to it. If you're not holding yourself accountable to you, who are you holding yourself accountable to? Get it done. You are your first and last resort. You, you've got what you got. So this is what you're going to do. And the bigger, the better that you are at anything, the more you can give away spiritually, financially, professionally. That's what you want to do. The more you have, the more you can give. And so you got to start here. You have got to be a badass here. There you go. You have <laughs> got to be a badass. You've got to build yourself up. You've got to know that you can do this and you find help. That is not a weakness. That is knowing what it is that you need to do and getting that goddamn job done. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you clearly have a passion for it. <laughs> and uh, Marty, how can we connect with you? Okay. So um, I like keeping things really, really simple. I have a Facebook page. We're all on it anyway. <laughs> There's not another website for you to go to. There's not anything like that. I am at Envision Results. And um, that's what I, I thought about that for a very long time. That's what, who do I want to be? Who do I want you to be? I want you to envision who it is you want to be. And we're going to get those results. That's what I do. So if you go to Envision Results and like what you see, um, DM me. And that's the easiest way we can start that way. It's um, very non-committal very non-threatening. It's a great way for anyone who's just trying to dip their toe in the water and figure out how they're going to get there and find the person that resonates with you. But that's how you get a hold of me. Facebook and vision results. I like it. It's really simple, you know, uncomplicated. You probably have a Facebook 
Okay. Sounds good. I will definitely throw that in the show notes. Thank you so much. You've been a total badass and I've enjoyed hearing your story. (laughs) Thank you so much. I've so enjoyed this. And with that, we'll end our show. To all the badass women out there staying in the arena, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, own it and get after it. Now that you've listened to this episode of Ordinary to Badass, we want to hear from you. Go to our website, OrdinaryToBadass.com slash podcast and submit your own experience on how you took your life from ordinary to badass and get the chance to be on a future spotlight episode of the show. That's OrdinaryToBadass.com forward slash podcast. While you're waiting for the next episode of the show, wipe off the sweat, dust off the dirt and get back in the arena.